We're now recording. Coming in loose. Warning, if you're offended by bad language and themes that people with weak constitutions are offended easily by, then this is probably not the podcast for you. Piss off. I mean, it was different. It was short. Was it short? I loved it. Welcome to the Seesaw Podcast with Tea and Cleves. Each week, offering up a great perspective on life. Welcome to episode 11. 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Put a 9 in front of that and you've got a catastrophe. You do. So, <laughs> this week... <laughs> instantly move on from yeah. that. So this week we're talking about audio description. As per Cleves' let's just keep looping the themes again. Oh yeah, I forgot we were going to do that. Yeah. So, we're not doing that. Audio we're... described tittle. No, we're not doing that. Let's talk about Netflix. We're not talking about Netflix. Let's talk about Prime. Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. Yeah, let's talk about Optimus Prime. He's on Netflix now. Is he? I've seen him with... Um, what's the new Transformers one? Marky Bumblebee. Mark. Yeah, not Marky Mark. Um, John Cena. Oh, you can't see him, though. No, he's not credited. So how's things, anyway? Things are all right, you know. Ah, oh, listen to that boiler sound. Do you know who? Do you know whose boiler it is? Fred Durst. Fred Durst's boiler. <laughs> you see, that's going on one of the t-shirts every fucking week. I don't want to. In no way do I want to promote Fred Durst. No, I'm just going to have a picture of a boiler on a t-shirt with a cap on, with one of those like red caps. Yeah. Yo, red cap. Fred Durst boiler. <laughs> It's not a character, it's just a boiler called Fred Durst. Yeah, I, I, you should, yeah, you should name your boiler that. That'd be nice. Yeah, completely unrelated. How's so, you been anyway? <laughs> yeah, not been too bad. Not been too bad. I heard you hurt your back. I did hurt my back, doing the most manly thing ever, putting oh. together a flat pack TV unit. Specifically how? I just bent forward and my lower back went... Because I'm getting to that certain age now where my body starts falling apart. But what I'm hearing is you, you've bent over too much in your life. Potentially. Being pegged. Yeah. You know what, it's fine. I've got painkillers. Well, I had a quick conversation with your wife and she said you're being a pussy man and it doesn't really hurt. Yes, my wife thinks I'm a bit of a, bit of a wimp about it. But it's always easy to point fingers when you're not the one in pain. I'll remember that next time she hurts herself. God, I'm not bitter at all about it. Clearly. <laughs> well, then, that nice no, standard, standard fare. Getting into the swing of things at work, being the new new term. I work in education. There's your second hint. Oh, yeah. I forgot that we were doing the game, even though we've missed it out for, like, two weeks. Well, that's the surprise of it. You don't get a clue every single week. We're not a radio show. If we had a radio show, we'd be interrupted every four minutes by an annoying DJ followed by an advert. That's me. And Bilton. Bilton's the advert. <laughs> to be fair, we are on interrupted with Bilton quite a lot, so... Yep. He's only been around, so I don't know if he'll come back. If he does, then everyone wins a pizza. That they have to buy themselves. Yeah. Because I can't put it on the Seesaw accounts. No. Well, we're that struck for cash. Yeah. Because you keep buying the Seesaws. We established this last week. Yeah, but no, ideal for flipping pizzas. What are you doing with these pizzas on the seesaws? Because we established last week why you're buying the seesaws. <laughs> and if you're, should we say, cooking pizzas as well to entice a certain age group in, then I, I question why, why I hang around with you. 
I'm not fond of this running joke of alluding to my, me being that sort of way. All I can say is you've got a beard. In the 90s, that was enough to convict anyone. Yeah, but since, what, 2005, it's... yeah. You don't have a beard. More like 2015. It's even strange that you don't have a beard. I think these days the um, the sort of pedo look is the, the, the stash no beard, isn't it? Guess so. Like a pedo stash. I don't know. It all happens with avatars online, so I wouldn't know. Well, those avatars have a stash. Okay, shall we move on? This week, we are going to talk about something else we can't do because of lockdown. In keeping with that theme. I was going to say beekeeping, which you probably could You could do beekeeping now. Yeah. We have, a, we have a bee man that comes around to work. What's his name? Bumblebee man. Is, is he? He's not Spanish. He doesn't <laughs> wear a bumblebee outfit. No. If they were going to be your two preceding questions. No. Is his honey extortionately priced? Yes. He comes around. He gets the out-of-date sugar paste that we don't want for free and then sells honey at £5 a jar. Yeah, but that's his business. Well, you know what, right? We're giving him free sugar paste. Maybe I should charge him £5 a block. All I'm saying is we're feeding his bees for free. How far does a block take him? I don't know. Bees, uh, like, uh, it's a kilogram of icing. That's like a birth- lot of icing. Yeah, birthday cake icing, a kilogram of it. It's like a house brick's worth, probably a little bit more. He's probably mixing that with water as well. Exactly. Like sugar water. Yeah, and feed it. that's a lot of bees to feed, isn't it? Yeah, and then he wants a lot of bees. I don't give a shit. Right, the point is, why are you charging me £5 for honey? You should at least get one free jar. Yeah, like, like the first one's always free, isn't it? Yeah. And he gives you the choice of hard honey or soft honey. Who wants hard honey? What's the dealing with that? Who, why is that? Mm. That just sounds like gone-off honey. I suppose in the confectionery world, you might want hard honey. Let, let, there's no way of segueing around that. So, let's talk about holidays, because I wish I could be on holiday. What are your thoughts on Cliff Richards going on holiday? Summer holiday. I don't particularly like Cliff Richards, to be honest. What's your problem with, with Cliff? He's a bit boring, isn't he? He's very, like... White toast. White bread, yeah, white toast. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, he's... White yeah. toast, nothing on it. Just... It was, it was a running joke in my family that Cliff Richards was Jesus incarnate because he only showed up at Christmas to release a song. <laughs> I mean, if Jesus is walking among us, it's probably how we would want to roll. Yeah. He's the shadow of Jesus. <laughs> Ghost of Christmas Jesus. Yep. So holidays. What was your first holiday, Cleves? What like what do you remember anyway? What I remember is like my parents when we when I was young used to take me on holiday in a trailer tent, which is um a cut price caravan. It's pretty much what it says on the tin it's a trailer that you drag along behind you much like a caravan but just a straight trailer and then you use like these little wind up handle things and it winds up a little tent out the top of a trailer I definitely have never seen one of those well, I probably have but it's not it's a caravan for people that couldn't afford caravans okay and then you you went to places within the UK like Cornwall or I don't know Somerset or somewhere like that and you know other places are available yeah you went there in the summer hoping the weather would be nice and ultimately it never was. Pissed it down on your tent. If your tent wasn't very good like our original one wasn't, uh, it leaked every now and again. Wake up with some soggy feet on your on your sleeping bag. But, you know, I enjoyed it. It was all right. You got to go to the beach sometimes and it wasn't totally piss freezing. It was good. Made some sandcastles. That's how I became fucking baller at making sandcastles. I've yet to see these skills, but we'll, we'll look at these down the line. Take me to the beach. 
keeping an eye on the Taking Instagram. a lovely holiday. Yeah. Well, we'll see on the Instagram. See us on Instagram. Do you know what I don't like about the beach? The sea. In fact, I don't like the beach pretty much. I like being on the beach if I don't have to go in the sea. Or I like the sea if I don't have to come back out onto the sand. The beach is great because I can actually make sandcastles and they look sick as fuck. The sea is... I don't really like the sea, actually. It's kind of like a, a really shit hotel pool, isn't it? It's just bigger, saltier. There's shit in there that you just don't know what it is. Mm. Like It could be jellyfish or sea urchins or yes. Christ knows what. I mean, as a kid, it didn't really bother me because I could kind of see them in the water. But... As soon as I start to get a bit blinder, not the case. I just like I just I don't I don't I don't like going in there nowadays just because what what is in there? Yeah. Like the worst you're gonna get in a hotel pool is probably like broken glass and some plasters, isn't it? I'm the same. I grew up at the seaside and never liked the sea. We're not welcome there. We're just really not What welcome did you there. do? These are a lot of horrible things. <laughs> it's just the way you said it, like I grew up in the seaside but we're not welcome there. No, like, no, you no, will no, run no, out of sea. town. No, no, no. Like, I mean, the sea. Like, humans aren't welcome in the sea, are they? Like you said, there's jellyfish, there's crabs, urchins, all sorts of things. And you broken bottles and plasters in there as well. Yeah. And it's sort of, everyone pees in it. And I know people pee in, yeah. like, swimming pools, but at least they treat the water. Yeah, but I feel like I'd, I, you're not as bad with piss in the sea, are you? Because it's so so much bigger. Yeah, but it's still localised to a certain area. It isn't going out, is it? Yes, tide comes in and out. Not in that one sort of hour that you're in the water. Yeah, well, yeah, true. Also, what if you piss in the sea and get like a tapeworm or something? You can do. I just don't like the idea. The sea's not for me anymore. The sea's for the birds. The sea needs to get in the sea. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of the sea. It's not something that really appeals to me. And unfortunately, my wife, whenever we go on holiday, she wants to go to the beach. And I'm just like... I don't do well in the sun, so I don't want to sit in the sun. It's in the shade. And I don't like the, the sea either, so it's like, well, I'm just going to sit under a parasol, and it's like, there's no bar here. So my thoughts is like, great, but I would much rather it be around the pool, because if I get hot, I can go in the pool. There's a bar here. I can go in the shade. There's a toilet. You know what I mean? It's just so much nice experience. I don't know what the appeal is of the beach. All those things are at the beach, right? The bar is you take your own beer. The pool is you go in the sea. The toilet is you go in the sea. What was your other thing? Um, shade. Shade. You just duck your head under the sea. Don't piss first, though. Piss afterwards. What about during? What do you mean? Warm yourself up. Yeah, I know, but I, I'm guessing if you've gone in the sea, it's because you're already warm. Yeah, that's true. You don't want to re-warm yourself. You piss and then swim away from it, don't you? Well, yeah, you bob. Same you bob within away. the pool, isn't it? Yeah. You find a corner, look away so people don't see your pee face, and just bob there. <laughs> you have a pee face? Everyone has a pee face. No, you got to look natural, haven't you? Just like, you know, just wandering yeah, around, sometimes doing you my look business. too natural. It's not a thing. It is. You can totally look too. I feel like you. I feel like you haven't mastered your piss face yet. You haven't like mastered the art of just being cool about things. I'm better with swim up bars because I just sit on the swim up bar and just I'm just constantly peeing and drinking at the same time. (laughs) Why are you smiling slightly? Because these drinks are so delicious. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, my first holiday. I used to go to Butlins. I went to Butlins a few times. Same like a little chalet thing. Yeah. Eat the same food, but yeah, at a chalet, kids' clubs, 
which were usually quite <laughs> terrible. We touched on that briefly last week. Oh, I hate kids' clubs. It should be for kids' clubs, man. They had like little fun mascots. I remember going to Pontins actually and having like Captain Croc. Guy was a lad. He was a captain and a crocodile. Didn't Pontins have like a red dog? Yeah. What was Haven? What was? They had a mascot as well. Every every like caravan park had one, didn't they? Yeah, they did. One had a tiger. Maybe that was Haven. Rory, I'm going to say. Rory Tiger. Would it be Rory Lion? They, maybe. Well, they couldn't have called him Tigger, could they? That's probably infringing. Or Tony. Or Tony, yeah. All the good names are taken. Yeah. But you need that alliteration. Yeah. Like Captain Croc. Yeah. So if it was a tiger, it would have to have a T for its first name. Mm. Timothy. Terry. But the good thing about those caravan park stuff is that a lot of the time they had like activities for kids. I'm pretty sure I went on like quad bikes and a climbing wall and shit like that when I went to Pontins. I don't recall any of that. You just what? stayed in the chalet. Yeah, I can't remember what, what we did. You usually get access to like a, a pool or whatever that's there. Yeah, I, I honestly can't remember. I remember not hating it. I can remember going to Tenerife when I was younger. How young? 15? Okay, so that's substantially older. Yeah, like kids' holidays, like we we kept in the UK usually. Uh, we did go to Disneyland Paris. Uh, all I can remember about that is getting tricked to go to Space Mountain with my dad, and I wasn't a fan of roller coasters, and he found it hilarious. Uh, I remember going to Buffalo Bills; that was good. We saw a rodeo, had some chili. Well, that's pretty cool. I couldn't see the rodeo, but I had some chili. Was it good? I seem to recall enjoying the chilli. I remember doing that. Um, Tenerife was later on, which I just kept beers from the bar because I was close enough to the drinking age in Spain that they just didn't care. Mm-hmm. And there was an all-you-can-eat pizza night. I remember that. How many? How much pizza did you eat? A lot. I didn't want to eat pizza for like a year after that. I ate that much. Did you go abroad when you were a kid? I I think the first time I went abroad was when I was like 11, or like 10, 11. I went to Greece. I don't remember a lot about it, apart from we all went all-inclusive, and we could pretty much go up and get some chips whenever we wanted, me and my sister. Um, the pool was green, and it was ice cold. That's about what I remember from it. Like, oh, what I remember from Greece is there were so many markets, and it was the mid to late 90s, so basketball was huge. Yes. And on every like Air Greece, Jordan. yeah, on every Greece like store market or shop, they were selling like fake basketball jerseys, so you could get them in whatever team you wanted. So I must have picked up like three or four as a kid. You know, I was loving life. So if you ever wanted a jersey that had Michael Jordan playing for like the Lakers, you could probably get that. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, no, they were all correct. But you know, as soon as you got them home and put them in the wash twice, that was it. The name was rubbing off the back. <laughs> I think twice is being quite generous. <laughs> they knew that you were they were going to be fine and not washed on holiday and as soon as you got home, they made the money. What about when you were a little bit older, when you hit your, your golden years, 18, 19? I went on a lads, lads, lads holiday at college. Well, just after college. Oh, the blind so- college with a group of blind guys. We went to Greece. I didn't go. It's good that you didn't go. Well, I wasn't invited, but also we didn't share the same friends at Bryan College, weirdly. We, it was weird. I sort of spread myself amongst multiple groups. And this is one of the groups. They said, oh, I didn't want to go. Fine. Um, wish I hadn't, 
to be honest, it wasn't that enjoyable. I had to share a bed with someone, which I don't really mind, but it was... A dude or a girl? Oh, it, it was lads, lads, lads. It was a lads, lads, lads. So it was a dude, and we were sharing a double bed, a small double, and he was a big lad. Um, I lost a lot of my money. I Lost or spent? No, I lost a chunk of money. Um, I, I still don't know how that happened. So I was sort of scrimping for the rest of it. Uh, one of the lads I was with was an idiot because we didn't have a safe in our room. He, we put all of our passports and stuff down the side of the fridge because the fridge was against the wall. So we sort of stuffed our plane tickets and passports down the side of the wall and there's spare money and things like that. And because it was really hot, what he thought was a good idea is to lie on a couch that was sort of opposite the fridge and open the fridge and freezer and then fall asleep. And we're talking, what, 38, 39 centigrade like Celsius? <laughs> we're not talking that at all, are we? Maybe 30, yeah. No, it was, it was hot. It was really oh, it's not hot. not close to 40, though, is it? That's excessive. Okay, the point is, it defrosted the fridge and freezer, flooded the entire apartment, and pretty much ruined our plane tickets. Luckily, our rep got us some more, and they said, oh, this happens all the time. Like, what, you have an idiot do something stupid all the time? They're like, yeah. Um, another one of them went and fell on it. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but when you ever go to somewhere like Greece or Spain, you always have like, those idiots selling, like, hiring out quad bikes. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah, it's only 100 euros for a weekend. But then you've got to pay for, like, seven different types of insurance. Yeah. And petrol and all sorts of stuff. One of them uh, hired one of those quad bike things. He came up to the hotel and was like, well, where, where did you get that? He goes, oh, I just decided to hire one. It's like, you idiot. You know they're scams. And nah, I'd be fine. <laughs> like a few hours later, some huge Greek men just came wandering up to the hotel and they're like, you owe us like 400 euros. <laughs> it's like, what? what? Why? He said, because your mate like, rammed into another quad bike on his way out of the lot. What dickhead? I'm like, you can't prove that. And they said, yeah, but you can't prove that we hurt you. It's like, what? What's the... I was like, okay, just take the quad bike back. And here's 100 euros from between the lot of us. And like, just leave us. And it's like, it was resolved. It's like, idiots. It wasn't an enjoyable holiday. I really didn't enjoy it. How about you? Last, last, last holidays in your prime? I've been on holiday with friends a few times. But it's not been like a, a full on lads, lads, lads one. I went travelling when I was between uni. Like, most of my friends had finished uni and I had to stay on for a year. Within that year, we went around Europe. Interrailing, as it was called at the time. Went to a lot of European countries. Any highlights? I went to Sarajevo. That was good. Turned up after, like, an all-night train journey, of which there were no beds. I suppose I probably should have expected that going to Bosnia. You know, you rock up at the train station, it's like eight in the morning, you go outside and you think, ah, that building seems to have no windows and looks as if it's been bombed. And well, that, it had been. Yeah. The problem is, the like, you know, the Yugoslavian wars were in the 90s, weren't they? Yep. And this is like 2010. Yep. And you look around and you think, oh, that building's similar. And then you're like, oh, that building's actually quite nice. And then you walk to the tram stop to try and get to your hostel and you think, oh, 
Can Trams even run on this? All oh, the ground's like pretty potholed and fucked up underneath it. Tram comes along and you think, oh yeah, we'll just get one. Roll into town, get to your hostel, and she's like, oh, there's no room. No room at the inn. Baby, baby Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and she was just like, oh, we'll take you to my friend's house around the corner. And we just ended up staying in this block of flats at her random friend's house in her spare room. Huh. It was weird. But Sarajevo was lovely. <laughs> Well, I tell you like half of it was lovely, half of it was bombed out. I got to stand on the bridge that Archduke Franz Ferdinand was shot at oh. and crudely recreate the scene. Possibly quite... Inoffensively? Yeah, inoffensively, offensively. Either way, I don't think it was in good taste. No. We got to go to a lot of bars. The beers were like 80p a beer. Well, you needed to be that cheap in Bosnia. Yeah, it was good. The food was good, the people were nice. I love Bosnia. I'd go back. It was kind of really hard to get to, though, because we had to, like, get a night train in, an all-night train from... Fuck knows where we were. I'm going to say, like... Be uh, careful. You'll be called out by the geography nerds. So we took a night train in from Croatia, so all night, basically, from Croatia to Bosnia. The only way you can get in and out on the Interrail ticket at the time. And then when we'd stayed there the night, the next night, I had to take an all-night train out to Serbia. How was Serbia? Serbia was interesting for two reasons. One, we met more friends there. There was like four of us travelling, then we met two more friends. And it was interesting for the second reason, because a man that spoke a lot like Borat was was <laughs> was bitten by a dog in a park and then tried to start speaking to us about it. Like, oh, did you see that dog biting me? Which is what I assume he said in Boratian. <laughs> yeah. Serbian, whatever. And that was about it. That's 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 about what I remember from that. The thing is, I wouldn't mind that, and I can roll with the punches, but my wife panics, so I don't think she'd enjoy that. And she is the prime target for, like, foreign scammers. For example, we went to Cuba. A Cuba, like, in Cuba, like, you, you have, like, your, your scams, and you have, like, your bums and stuff like that everywhere, and you're homeless, and, yeah, it's unfortunate, but you do. But in Cuba... They have no tolerance on pestering uh, tourists, but the authorities have zero tolerance on it because they rely so much on tourism because Cuba is basically the Spain of Canada. Well, I can't imagine it's had a lot of tourism in the last year. No, but beforehand, because we met a lot of Canadians there and they said, oh, well, Cuba's like your Spain. I mean, you go Spain or Greece. This is like the hot country that we go to. What about the missile creation program? I don't, I don't know. Does it not rely on that? You're derailing me. <laughs> so, even though it's, you're not supposed to be pestered by people, we get off. Um, I can't remember where it was. You're derailing we, yourself. Now. We we were on an excursion. Like, okay, you can wander around for forty minutes, and there's a, a shop over there, and there's a cigar shop over there because there's always a cigar shop. And not not five minutes after getting off the coach, we were accosted by some woman who was just using broken English. But she's like using broken English, but she's also putting Spanish words in there as well. So she's completely unintelligible. And she's just sort of like talking to my wife because my wife, being friendly, looked in her direction and smiled. And it's like, 
okay, you, you look like a tourist now. Now she's coming over. I was like, oh, God's sake. And it must have been like five minutes. This woman's just trying to communicate with my wife. So the point where I'm just like, what do you want? She goes, ah, oh, 20 US dollars for chicken. Oh, chicken. I was like, I will give you three pesos to go away. She went, okay. And three pesos is like $2. <laughs> so like, here you go. Leave us alone. It's a lot of money for chicken as well. Because it was lies. <laughs> it was complete lies. And this is a country that's not supposed to happen. And everywhere we go, my wife just gets accosted constantly. And I've got to be the one to turn around and be like, no, go away. We're not giving you anything. Leave Tony, us alone. I think we can trust the president of Cuba. <laughs> Give what back? <laughs> Loves Cuba, though. I smoked so many cigars. Were there many Rubik's Cubes? No, there wasn't. I didn't see one. Hmm. Kind of a rip-off. I did drink a lot of rum. Was there there much rumba? I can't remember. I remember going on a terrible catamaran. Oh, what should be for catamarans? It was awful. It was far too hot. There was no shade. The lunch was subpar. And when they said it was all you could drink, what they actually meant was they had two bottles of straight Havana rum between like 20... 24 people. See, I went on a catamaran in um, Salou. Plus it was £90 each. <whistles> yeah. The one, yeah. The one I went on in Salou was not as bad by that. It wasn't expensive either. We got there and we'd been out drinking the night before. And I felt okay when I woke up. But by the time I got to the catamaran where it was about to depart, I was not feeling great. <laughs> and they were having a swimming race in the harbour. The locals. And I casually walked up to the side of the harbour and vomited in it. Quite a lot. The catamaran was coming in from the previous people coming off it. And a little kid pointed at me as I was <laughs> so I was vomiting. And I got on the catamaran. On the all-you-can-drink catamaran. But I couldn't drink because I felt so shit. And I was staying in the sun for ages and all that. Oh, I, I just, I couldn't, I did not make the most of that trip. And then finally it stopped and you could jump in the water. And once I jumped in the water and I like cooled myself down, I felt fine. But for that first half, it was unpleasant. So, fuck catamarans. Catamarans can be good. You just need to be in a good state of health to begin with. I think you should be with the right people as well. Yeah. I think everyone else enjoyed it. We were with a lot of snotty British people. I mean, they're like the stereotypical, well, like you just described, like the stereotypical, the foreigners and everyone in the world hates the British tourists because they act like this. I'm like puking in their harbour while they're having a swimming race. <laughs> it was a mistake. <laughs> but all, we were on this camera and it was just all other British people and all they did is f- complain about the heat, complain about this, complain about that. We're having constant arguments, like couples having arguments about nonsense. Like, don't look at her. Oh, wasn't her. And I'm just like, I don't know if it's just me and my wife are different. It's like, we try to get involved in the culture as much as we can. Every time we go away, we just want to get in so ingrained in the culture. And we don't want to eat chips and drink, like, imported beer and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but you go all-inclusive to places. Yeah, but then we always chat. We always make really good friends with, like, waiters, waitresses, the room staff, like, all the staff. We all get on really well with the staff. British people don't buddy up to each other on holiday. And we always go away. It's like, no, we're not buddying up with any of the British. Like, we can do that at home. 
miserable bastard. No, we get on really well with the staff, and we chat to them, and we want to learn about their life and their culture and and what they do. You know what what they enjoy, and that's what we like. We don't like the whole. Oh, I, I work in Croydon in accounts for IBM. It's like, I don't care. Go back to Croydon. I didn't come halfway around the world to listen to you, Frank. So, Cuba was fun. Also been to Mexico. That was awesome. I was going back to Mexico. The food's the best. It's like a lot of tequila. I say, was the tequila good? Yeah. Anyone in, especially in the UK, who says, oh, I don't like tequila, it's disgusting. It's because you always had that stupid little thing with the red sombrero on it. Sierra Nevada? Yeah. Yeah. Love that. It's disgusting. Pour it in a shot down gooks with uh, the salt and the... The lemon. I was actually in Cucamara's, uh, well, it's going to be a couple of years ago now, obviously, because it can't be out, but um, they poured the salt into a shot glass. Wow. So there's quite a lot of salt, and I shot at the salt. You idiot. <laughs> and then shot at the tequila and then did the lemon. But the, the woman behind the bar was not expecting me to shot the salt. Wow. It was a mistake on my part. I yeah. should not have shot at that salt. It was... Not, it was not good. No, I can't imagine it was. It was mouth-dryingly bad. I did like a good tequila slammer. Mm. But Mexican tequila is really good. Really good. Mezcal is pretty good as well. Mezcal is like peasant's tequila, and that's how they described it. Okay. But then they kept trying to serve for like 50 quid a bottle. We spoke because we were friends like waiting staff, and so I was like, is that stuff, like the Mezcal stuff, like worth like this much? They went, no, we have like, Two dollars. Yeah, it's like just because like they got a fancy name and you don't know it. Out. Yeah. So because it's like you, because of it, it's like the the cheap stuff. They don't export it, mm. so you get there and they make out in the hotels that it's such a big thing, but it's not. Yeah. I'm just trying to say it's localized, isn't it? So it's it's like when you get you know local cafes and stuff, they charge more for things, don't they? Just because they're Independent, basically. Yeah. So, where'd you go away last? Uh, last place I went to, and it was literally on the eve of the breakout. It was uh, Kiev, and I went to Chernobyl. So you brought the breakout back? No. I'm pretty Disease. sure the cases were already apparent in England, but in Kiev they weren't in Ukraine. Literally the day that we flew back was the very first case that they had in Ukraine. And that had come in from Italy, apparently. Because Italy was Italy was terrible, wasn't it, for that first, yeah, that first part? It's not so bad now, but yeah. yeah. Kiev was good. Got to see uh, all of Chernobyl. Didn't pick up that much radiation. In fact, I picked up more radiation on the flight over to the Ukraine than I did my, the entire day whilst I was at Chernobyl. Yeah. But it was interesting. Very Soviet. Saw a lot of cool stuff. I enjoyed it a lot. Again... That's the kind of thing that I enjoy, though. Uh, I can spend like two or three days away in a in, in a city break. This was in a an Airbnb, I think, that we found. And I think there was six of us that went. You know, just fun times, mate. Six six mates go there. You get you get wasted. You walk around the city, find some bars, do the touristy shit, come home. Yeah, do it three days. I love that stuff. Sounds like a good good go of it. Mm. So what's on the agenda? What's what's going forwards then? What's your plan? Dude, I don't have any plans for holidays at the minute. I hear at the minute 
Do you hear that? Like, if you go away on holiday now, you have to come back and spend time in like designated COVID hotels. Yeah, it could cost you up to like eighteen hundred quid. Yep. Fuck that noise. Same with uh, I I know someone who went to Australia not too long ago, and they were in a hotel in Sydney for two weeks. They couldn't come out of their room. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Actually, yeah. I'm not going to go on holiday. I'm just going to emigrate to New Zealand permanently. I'm going to live amongst the lambs. I'm going to say, I hope you like lamb. Yeah, they've got more sheep than humans. I like the Concords. Yeah, I look like the Concords. I go to New Zealand because they're pretty much back to normal. They're having like gigs and everything out there now. Yeah, but that's because they've pretty much closed their borders. Yeah, they've pretty much closed their borders and their, their population is spread out as well. Yeah. But still, they reckon it's going to be at least another year before we're anywhere close to back to normal, so... Yeah, that's true. Well, wait for the vaccines to properly take effect. We'll be all right. Yeah, but they reckon people like you and me in their 30s with no like minor health problems, September, minimum. Yeah, cut your hands off. Cut my hands off? Then you get a vaccination. Well, I'm, st- I'm still not going to be in dire medical. Like, I'm going to have to have some sort of breathing difficulty, not not limbless. I suppose. But I'm sure it'll put you on the list a little bit. I think it will. Why would it? Yeah, have no hands. So? How does that make me more susceptible to COVID? Well, it depends if we close the wounds properly. If anything, it'll make me less susceptible because I'm not going around touching stuff with my hands. Yeah, because touching with your nubs. Yeah, but you're not going to be nubbing a lot of stuff, are you? You're probably just going to be, like, touching it with your crutches or cane or whatever, you, you know, your attachments onto your nubs. Well, a little bit sterile. Like a little... Ah, oh, I want one of those little metal claw arms. That'd be well good. Like a little Terminator arm that you could hold stuff with, but at the same time, because it's bionic... Yeah, hand. Yeah, claw arm. Hand, whatever. What do you mean, just to keep your hands? No, oh, claw arm. Frankly, this scheme of yours isn't going to work. Claw arm. Let me finish. Claw arm. And it's going to be so good, it'll be like the Terminator ones where you can just rip apart metal and crush bars. I, I... It'd be a good little pipe trick, wouldn't it? You go out and just, you know, don't fuck with me. I've got a Terminator arm. Would you have, like, the skin and, like, natural flesh above it? Nah. I'd have it pure, like, Terminator. You know when he cuts his arm off in yeah. the second one and he just has the exposed hand? That's the first one. Is it? Yeah. No, I thought it was the second one. Nah, it's the first one. He also does it in the second one to scare like the guy who creates Skynet. Yeah, that's that's the what. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, where he like yeah, and he calls it off. Love. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. But yeah, I basically have that, and I just freak people out with it. I mean, this conversation alone will freak people out. I don't think you need to go that far. Either you know, get the soundtrack on my phone, start playing it. You don't need that for no reason. reason. Yeah, no. bang on. No, no, not that. Just like. Yeah, you start playing it, and everyone's like, what What the fuck is that? Oh, it's like, oh, Cleves is doing his bit again. <laughs> and then <he laughs> just whip out the hand, and then for no reason, just start crushing things. You wouldn't need cocktail sticks for, like, cheese and pineapple, whatever. Just scroll them on your fingers. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Kebab hands. The, things are qu- the fingers aren't like little skewers, though, are they? They're quite large. You can sharpen them. I guess. Kebab hands. It's like salad fingers. <laughs> so, I mean, they're not necessarily colour covered holidays there, but we've definitely rambled around it for a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't wait to go on holiday again. I think go back to Caribbean. We like the Caribbean, Dominican oh. Republic, something like that. You got big dreams. I just kind of want to go to some sort of capital city. Get me to like, I don't know. Just get me to some European destination. Get me to Belgium or something, man. Get me to Brussels. I'll go out and 
get smashed on some lovely Belgian beer for the weekend. Belgian chocolate beer. Yeah, as long as it's not Creek, I hate that beer. It's grim. Beers around the world. The world is a pub crawl. The world is a pub crawl, according to any British person ever. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think we've covered holidays. We didn't go to it as a blinky at all. No, we didn't. Eh, never mind. I mean, it isn't really affected. I can't read signs anyway. The UK isn't really equipped for disabled people, so can't expect the rest of the world to be. True. I think we'll close it there. All right. Next week is a surprise. See, this is a circular podcast thing. That's what we're talking about. Well, we could do eating out again. No, no, we're not doing that. Although I do want to get uh, a guest on in the coming weeks. Yeah, Gaston was the best person in the uh, Beauty and the Beast film. Yeah, no fucks like Gaston. He doesn't, yeah. Guy's a lad. Yeah, he is so ripped. He <laughs> was pretty So weird. ripped and French. Who yeah, wasn't? the French is regrettable, but, you know, the rest of it's fine. I like the French. I have good baguettes. And Hollandaise, which is similar to Holidays, which we just covered. Is Hollandaise French? Pretty sure it's French. Email us. Is Hollandaise French? Okay. Okay, let's leave it there. We're done. <laughs> All right. All right. Next week. Next week. Everyone craves. Silver. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Seesaw Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Seesaw Podcast, Twitter, Seesaw Pod. You can email us at seesawpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok and Instagram at Seesaw Podcast or Seesaw Pod, depending on which one we want. But get us on the other places. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience.